Welcome to the Intern Whisperer Live, the show all about the future of work. Remember, listeners, you can call us live on the air. The phone number is 407-582-2906, or you can chat with us online through Intern Pursuits Facebook Live Chat. Coming up on this episode of Intern Whisperer Live, our show tonight, we have Kylan and Malachi, founders and owners of Cold-Blooded Encounters. How can you find us on our social feeds? The Intern Whisper is on Intern Pursuit's Facebook page, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and we have an Intern Whisper podcast. You can go to any of these great channels, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and Podbean. You can play our game, internpursuit.games, and you can find our game also on Facebook and Twitter. And then, as a reminder, listen to us live on Valencia College Radio. Search for The Intern Whisper. And we look forward to seeing people chat with us over here in the live chat. want to mention our patrons tonight uh, one of our patrons starter studio nonprofit organization and a pioneering innovation hub that empowers and provides resources for entrepreneurs creatives and innovators to begin grow and flourish in florida starter studio fosters a community serving as a platform for the ideas of the future all right so like i was playing with the show notes guys and i was fooling around a little too much so intern intern pursuit news you students if you want to work with one of our great employers or with intern pursuit go to internpursuit.tech to sign up and create your profile employers of all types and sizes are invited to be part of our early adopter beta program and you can also use the code Intern Pursuit Beta to sign up for a special pricing. Contact us at info at internpursuit.tech for more information. And if you want to play our game, go to internpursuit.games. So, Kaylin and Malachi, welcome to the show. Welcome. We're just thank going. you, thank you, thank you. Kylan. Kylan. Not Kylan. I've been saying it wrong. Did I, Kylan. I, did I say it right in the intro? Yeah, yeah, you all got right, it. You, you did. Got one. Everybody, okay. everybody gets bad. You don't, don't feel bad at all. So why don't we just change your name instead? That'd be a lot easier <laughs> for everybody else in the world. Uh, no, your mom wouldn't like that, though. Probably not. Yeah. No. So anyway, welcome to the show. Now, you are all about reptiles, and you've brought some in the studio with us. And we already, I wish we had done this as a behind-the-scenes thing, that giant frog you had on the table, yeah. it jumped and hit the floor. Yeah, yeah, he can, he's pretty strong. He can jump I don't know, can you pull him up here so people can see him? Because I, I know that our show, we are live, we are here. Why? Yeah, so. This is this is Guaco. He's a uh, African bullfrog. Okay, he's not going to jump out of your hands, right? No, no, he's good right now. 
But yeah, he's an African bullfrog, or uh, they're also known as pixie frogs. <clears throat> they can get up to five pounds right now. I'd say he weighs close to three, so he's not even full grown yet. But he is a uh, pretty big, pretty pretty. Look awesome at that frog. back leg. Okay, now let's Hold it up. Can you, do, jump. you gotta do like a Lion We're King try thing. To position you in the camera. Yeah. Yep. Oh, turn it this way. Yeah, yeah turn it around. Yeah. yeah. Not enough people are having nightmares. <laughs> what? <laughs> Like you mean, you, yeah, boy, that is huge. Yeah, huge. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's pretty massive. Wow. Okay, so when people eat frogs, that's the frog they must be eating. Oh no, maybe in Africa, but uh, we, we eat American like bullfrogs. This is an African bullfrog. That oh, I know you want to hold him, John. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> and that's his pride. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. So you said he came from Africa. How? How much does a frog like that cost if you're trying to buy it as a pet? Do you know? Um, in the pet trade, uh, I paid uh, about $250 for them. Some wow. people can find them for cheaper. Some people have them for more expensive. I've seen them up to $500 for these frogs, about this size. So, yeah, it's uh, pretty pricey. What does, that, what does he eat? All right, he eats everything. I feed him mainly rats. and then uh, Okay, I'll, live. Yeah, yeah. Live like rats. little little rat pups, like uh, that are just the babies, crawling. like just born babies. A couple weeks old. Okay. But yeah, he eats a lot of a lot of rats that because they're high in protein. But he also eats. Uh, I, I like to substitute it with a lot of insects, as in like crickets and roaches and stuff like that as well. Mm. But he can eat anything. Like now, I remember when I first met you. You told me that this frog has teeth. Oh, we yeah. were talking about it off the air. So for yeah. our listeners, what kind of teeth is it? I'm picturing a full human set of teeth in his mouth. No. Um, now, he's one of the only two species of, of bullfrogs that actually have teeth. They just have, like, two teeth up top and then two teeth up, uh, uh, on the bottom of the front of their mouth just, like, to grip their prey. And it's just, like, two fangs just sticking out. Just Are they poisonous? No, no, they're not poisonous. Hmm. But they just have a mean bite. They, they have a pretty crushing bite. I bet. Another question here about, okay, he's just like moving all over the place. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> did you get scared over there? I did. I did jump. I did jump a little bit over here. Yeah. So, okay, you told me how much he weighs, but does he have a friend? And does he like other, other frogs? Does um, he eat frogs? Yeah, yeah, that that's about the only liking he does. He likes females and he likes to eat frogs. You mean just women? He likes any yeah. female? Yeah, well, fe Humans? female, female <laughs> frog. Yeah, he he loves people. He loves people, but yeah, he's uh he <laughs> he eats frogs. Yeah, they're cannibals. So wow, yeah, he don't have no friends because he eats whatever can fit in his mouth. Okay, so Ayana's a little bit squeamish over here, so she's thinking he's gonna come and jump on her. Oh no, yeah. he's a nice guy. He's just going to sit there and hang. You know, he might turn into a prince if she does come over. Oh, here. wow. Oh. Yeah. You have to. Girl, yeah. You have to. You have to hold him now. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I can put one on my, my, uh, my fingers and then... Like a quick touch? Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> so He's like all over the place. How do they... They're in the wild. I do, how how would other than like <laughs> hopping away? How, do they have any defense mechanisms or oh, that's anything? That's a good question. Yeah. The, um. Really, it's just their bite, and they just try and get away as fast as possible. Like you know, diving off into the water. They, so they'll sit real close to the riverbank, 
So, yeah, that's about it. They'll, hopefully, they see their prey before it sees. I mean, yeah. I'm gonna help. He's getting excited. He's gonna do yeah. some tricks gonna, while he hops yeah. out of the box. So yeah. That doesn't yeah. help. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He has to put the lid on. <laughs> he'll jump out. <laughs> so they have a little bit. Just so he doesn't hop out of the box, you know, I'm putting that lid on there because he was looking like he was pretty happy to be yeah. free. Yeah, he was just trying to go find a hiding spot. Really? Yeah. How how um, can he hop? Well, how yeah. far does he hop? Yeah, he can. They they can hop about five foot. Like oh, wow. you know, when they're really trying to get away from something, or if they see prey, you know, take off. Wow. So yeah. Okay. I'm going to scoot back just a little bit. <laughs> he's locked up he's, now. He's in his cage. Oh, well, he could be, he's huge, though. He's probably pretty strong. So I'm not, you know, let's make we'll I, I don't want to get bit by him. <laughs> but <laughs> he's right, friendly. See, not, all right, all he's right. friendly, though. So I'm not sure how far I'm reaching with this questions, but you can you get warts from frogs? No, no, that's, that's a myth. You can't <laughs> get them from frogs. Yeah. I remember in elementary school, I won't say any names, but this girl always had warts, and it was because she said she always played in the dirt with frogs and stuff, and I was convinced ever yeah. since then. I don't think it's because of frogs. I think it's, it's the, the, dirt. Some, the dirt. Is it the dirt? Yeah. The yeah, it's something that's in the dirt that's some kind of a Like micro. she would play with the tadpoles and everything. I, I don't think that has anything to do. I agree. It has nothing to do with it. Yeah. <laughs> skin abnormality. Maybe. I don't <laughs> Sensitive skin. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a pretty brave girl there that she was. She was. She was playing with that. I didn't mess with her. Okay, I, I understand. Didn't want to hear warts. <laughs> Frogs so, are friends. So, aside from eating, how how frequently does he get to go outside of his, his box? Um. Well, he has a pretty big enclosure, like back at home. But I mean, I also take him outside, you know, for enrichment. Uh, set the little pool up outside and let him hang out out there. Yeah. So, you know, it, he doesn't get it often, probably about once or twice a month. You know, I'll take him out and, you know, mm-hmm. let him have some fun outside. So tell our tell our listeners what enrichment means in, in reptile talk. Enrichment is just like, uh, you know, just exercise and stuff that they can't necessarily do in the confinements of their enclosures. So anytime they get, you know, more area, they'll always hop around more or you know, or he gets more space to swim or, you know, things just like going through the grass, you know, for snakes and lizards, like they love that. It's like, you know, making an animal feel like they're in, in their nature. habitat. Yeah. So yeah. you try and give them fun stuff to do outside the enclosure. Well, how big is this cage at your home? Uh, he, he has like, I think it's like a 30 by 20 enclosure because he'll sit in one spot the whole time. He'll sit in that one in that one hole. Or he'll get over in his water bowl, and and that's about all he does. Yeah. Oh my goodness! So is it like a, a fish tank, or is it a wire yeah, cage? You no, know, it's an aquarium. Cause, oh, okay. Yeah, aquariums are like they're they're better for them because they're glass, so they can't sit there and rub up against it like screen cages or like some metal or. That stuff could hurt like them. That. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So if he's if he's in there, does he like to be in water, or does he is he a a land frog? Um, he he likes to sit in his water around the time that like he sheds his skin, but he also like will just sit in the real moist spot of his uh, of his enclosure. So I would say about seventy five twenty five for mostly land, hmm. but it has to be real like dang there like marsh type. 
So I know we, we went right into the frog, but we didn't talk about why you started this business and how it all came about. And you guys are brothers. So, yes, you know, why don't you tell our listeners about, because this is always about an entrepreneurial story here. So what is the story about why you created Cold-Blooded Encounters? And just so our listeners know, these animals go to schools where there's children because none of them are poisonous. So it's not maybe it's cold-blooded as what we're thinking, like it's going to harm us. Yeah, it's cold. They're, well, they're cold-blooded animals, but right. yeah. So uh, basically, like ever since I was, you know, a kid, I always liked catching uh, like snakes and lizards, everything around the house because I lived in the woods. So I would catch all the animals I could. Grew up watching like Steve Irwin and Jeff Corrin and all them. And uh, as I got older, I started to like snakes more. And the more that I started to like snakes, I liked big snakes. I was like, man, like. I want to get the longest snake species in the world, and that's a reticulated python. So I was like, okay, I'm going to get a reticulated python. And then I was like, man, I got to get a permit just to get this snake. And then in order to get that permit to have that snake, you have to have a reason. And in the state of Florida, it's for either breeding or, like, educational purposes. So I was like, okay, I'll just start an educational business and just share my love with the rest of the world and uh, just try to change some minds and change some lives. And my little brother, he's always like been around like around me when I do stuff because you know we grew up together he's a couple years younger than me and I was just like hey man you're like you got to help me do my shows and stuff because he likes to come over hang out with the animals and stuff all the time so it's just fun you know having my little brother tag along with me to go do my shows and hang out with my animals is your house zoned residential or commercial (laughs) because you have a ton of animals at your place yeah it's uh it's zone uh, residential i guess it's in yeah. a what you call a, a royal area rural area mm-hmm. so yeah so i i can have all my animals and stuff i don't really i have my business but i don't really have people come it's like my private collection that i take around to uh like schools and you know i go to churches and i even do like photo shoots and stuff with my bigger snakes wow what is the longest snake? Okay, I'm not. I'm going to let you guys ask questions too because I'm I see totally interested over there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is the longest snake that you have? Uh, the longest snake I have is is my reticulated python. He's still a baby, so he's about. But he's about eight foot right now. Eight so, foot. Yeah, he's about eight, eight foot. Eight feet. Guys. How when he grows? How long is he going to be? I mean, the longest uh, snake ever recorded was a reticulated python, and it was uh, like over 33 foot long. Wow. Yeah. How long is your house? In captivity, they get about <laughs> 25 foot long. See, I imagine so. that, and I imagine, did you, did you watch the movie Anaconda back oh, in the day? Yeah. Yeah. That's yes. that's yeah. what I imagine. Is yeah. that what's that's going on? No, that's what most people imagine. Those are like <laughs> 40, 50 foot long snakes. <laughs> they don't get that big, but... You know, I think 30 is. feet is a pretty big I, animal. I mean, yeah, 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 it is. That's like the hallway. He, <laughs> he won't get that big, though. He'll get about 20, 25 at the max. Can, um, I'm curious, uh, take me through or take us through a little bit of a, like, what, what's a show like? You know, some kids lining up, you got them captive. What are you subjecting them to? That's a loaded question. What do they get to witness and see and enjoy? An encounter. Uh, just uh, uh, just a variety of animals. We can either do like a, a booth type setup, you know, as if we're a vendor. We can just have a whole row of animals uh, like on, on our table. And then uh, they can just come by and see each one. You know, we'll have, you know, snakes, a couple different snakes. 
you know, a couple different lizards. Um, we have a scorpion, uh, frogs. Just I'll bring about ten to twelve different animals, depending on who, like whoever want, like what they want me to bring out. They and have then, tarantulas uh, so, too. Yeah. Wow. And yeah, tarantulas. And I imagine so all the kids will hold them, or if you go to churches, the elders are going to hold. Do you, ever, hmm. do you get the do you wrap a snake around the pastor and something like that? No, not, not uh, yet. Actually, actually, yeah. Um, like a youth pastor, he did have me come out and do a show. I'll do that. He was he was all for it. Yeah, he was all for it. Right on. Okay, so what type of education? You talked about you have to have a, a license to do this, but what is the education that you have to have? Or, or are you self-taught? Did, is there a school? Do you go to zoo school? I don't know. What do you do? I mean, uh, you can do plenty of things. You can, you know, go to college for it, or you can just go be an intern uh, at, like, zoos and stuff. And But that usually require, re- requires college. But me personally, I just did all my learning, like, off of just, like, self-research. So, yeah, I would say I'm more self-taught, but there's plenty of people out there way more educated in it than me that took those extra steps. But... I do what I do, you know. So how long have you been doing this? Um, I've had cold-blooded encounters for uh, it's just a little over a year now. But other but reptiles, like, it's been my hobby since, you know, I was a kid. Like, I always had something. So, but just as I grew older and that passion grew, so did my collection. Oh, my goodness. Everyone always hears the stereotype, don't work with family. And family, you know, don't mix that business and personal relationship. What do you guys think about that? It's How's great. work been? It's great. Yeah. We don't have really fight when it comes to events and business because it's business. Like, if it's if we try to throw some family stuff in there, it, it's not gonna work because you gotta focus on business and business only, and then get to the family stuff right. after everything's done. It's work. And just so our listeners know, Malachi is over here wearing a. What is this type ball of thing? Python. A ball python boa. That's yeah, what he's wearing. It's a, it's a ball a python. python boa. <laughs> no, no, not a boa. It's just a, no, it's a ball I'm python. No, like, <laughs> like a boa, like, you know, piece oh, of... Oh, I got uh, you. <laughs> not so one everyone wears, like the whole snake skin. That's oh, the print. Oh, this is the new trend. That's the popular print. You just got a little snake print. running that walking down the street. New trend. Yeah. Got it. I can see it. It is a fashion trend for sure. All over Instagram. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. I think I cut you guys off, though, on a question, though. Nope, that was it. Malachi answered it, unless Kylan has something to jump in on. Yeah, well, I mean, he covered it all, really. It's just like, I ain't about to argue with you. So, <laughs> right. What are your, how are your day-to-day duties split up in terms of how the how the business is shared and how you operate together? Who's, who's got... Well. It's it's more it's like it's my business and it's just my little brother he just it, like he helps me like he's there for everything he's not necessarily an owner but he's he's just my little brother. So like, that's the translation. He's my little. He does what I say just like he did I'll when we were growing you, up. Malachi, you gotta you gotta, <laughs> you gotta, yeah, you're gonna save up one yeah. day, put but, some money down. He won't yeah. deny it. Yeah. I mean, he will but, not but, deny it. <laughs> he, he he does his thing though. Like he helps me a lot. You know, when I have to go out of town to go do various things, you know. Yeah. He'll be at the house every day with the animals. You know, even he, he don't have something to do. Like, our neighborhoods are right next to each other. So, you know, when he's bored, I'll come over there. he just goes over there, plays with the animals. You know, he cleans everything for me. So, you know, it's a, it's a lot of fun having your little brother yep, there. Yeah, I'm great. I know. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so at some point in time, he's not going to be your little brother. You're going to say my partner. Because he's going to be your business partner. Exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah we'll, 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 exactly. be, we'll be big one day. You know, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll have a zoo one day. There you go. Yeah. We'll have yep. a zoo. 
I'll be the money manager. <laughs> you're kind of close. You're, kinda, you're, you're borderline Zoo now, right? What's your What's your What is your home collection? Yeah, like your business I, collection. Uh, I have about um, I would say what about thirty animals at home. So you know, I, I would like to say like, then within this year, I'll have a private zoo, and then eventually grow from that. And do uh, are reptiles? I know you mentioned the frog stays in an, an aquarium and that kind of thing. They're all aquariums, basically. So, or how do how do they, how do they how are they kept? There, it, it just depends on the animal and the space that they need. Like I have some outdoor enclosures, like they have pens that we build outside. Other ones are just like sections of the yard, just uh, like sectioned off for like my tortoises and stuff like that and then other than that every like everything's in aquariums in aquariums and uh just different types of enclosures around the house so so the animals that live outside uh are any of them the snakes because uh, they would live outside anyway yeah some of them can but not uh right now i don't have any snakes outside that's just like lizards and chameleons and tortoises but this, hopefully, you know, within this year, I'll have more outdoor enclosures, and then uh, there'll be a snake out there, so a snake or two. So the reticulated python, it's going to get bigger. It's eight feet, and it's going to, you said, up to like 30, 30 feet, right? Yeah, they can so get to that. So are you a little concerned about that animal getting out and saying, hmm, dinner, and going to another cage and wanting to eat this poor little ball python that's right next to us <laughs> i mean they are opportunistic eaters and uh if something like that were to happen that is a possibility but i have all, all my enclosures are pretty secure so i don't really worry about that happening so i mean so i've came home and you know my snake was just laid out across <laughs> my bed and i'm like oh, what the heck how'd you get in there but yeah it escaped. Yeah, but it didn't try and get anything. So maybe it, it may have seen stuff, but it can't. It can't get. They can't get to anything. They as can't long get as to it had other. eaten before. So oh yeah, like, they stay well fed. Yeah, yeah, I would imagine. How long does it take to care for these? This looks like. Do they all eat on the same day, or do you have to rotate? Yeah, I, I rotate it because I uh, like the snakes. They only have to eat one time a week. Some of them are only like once every other week. But then the lizards, they have to eat. Some eat every day. Some eat every couple days. Tortoises, same thing. So it's just I have to rotate the, the feeding days. Hmm. What is the youngest age of a child that has uh, held this, a snake? Because you have children. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I would say uh, like a one-year-old. I did a one-year-old's birthday party, so, you know, and he was the a youngest one, one there. And you brought all of these critters with you? Uh, and a couple more. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't know. A one-year-old, I think that they're oblivious to what's going on. Yeah. yeah. They'd, like, pick up the snake by the head and go, what is it? But then, you know, but, but that's also the good part is, you know, you start them young, showing them they don't have to fear something like that. And then, he, like, maybe the rest of that baby's life, he's going to be, you know, fearless of snakes. You know, may even turn into me or somebody bigger. Mm -hmm. So, How do you know <clears throat> a couple of, well, I feel like I used to know the answer. Maybe I don't anymore. Um, there's, speaking of snakes, there's, I mean, there's ways to tell if they are dangerous or not. Obviously, a rattle is one, and I don't want to see that or hear that. But, you know, if we're, I came home once, uh, and well, our family came in. We came home. We walked around Disney. We come home, and there's this little tiny 
red-looking snake waiting the for the kids one. in the bathroom. And they, hmm. like, they freaked out, so I have to go in there and collect this thing. But they didn't tell me how big it was, so I don't know what I'm going into. But you can look at them like, isn't there pattern stuff? Aren't there aren't there ways to tell this is dangerous? So, you know, have more care if you encounter it when they show up, or or this is okay. You're you're going to be all right. How how do how does the common layperson know what if their life is on the line? Okay, the number one rule to that is if you don't know what it is, like don't don't bother it. You know, you know, and it, and if you're that afraid of it, call somebody. You know. But other than that, like, there are, you know, some animals, they have, like, rattlesnakes. They have a rattle, and, like, it's very distinct. But then there's also corn snakes, rat snakes, and black racers. They'll sit there and, you know, wiggle their tail in the bushes or, like, in the leaves and make it sound like a rattle. So, like, you know, there's a lot of mimicry. Some people could say, oh, well, if they have, like, a triangular-shaped head, then that's poisonous. And if they don't have a triangular-shaped head, then that's not poisonous. And that's not necessarily true either. It just depends on the species because there are some, you know, that have just that regular thin head that they are like uh, coral snakes. And they also have, you know, they're venomous. So, yeah, like red next to black is a friend of Jack for uh, milk snakes and like uh, king snakes. But red next to yellow is a killer fellow. And that's a coral snake, but you know sometimes the patterns vary. So, yeah, I want it. Um, yeah, I want right. to mess with it if you don't know what it is. But if, but you, you know, there's some snakes. You know, you'll be able to tell like, oh, that's a black racer. There's another venomous snake that looks like that. But, yeah. Okay. So let's talk about the snake that's just hanging out over here on Malachi. This snake is what? What is its name, Malachi? This is Ghostbird. Ghostbird. It's like mm. Ghost and Casper put together. But why did you name it that? Um, his, my nephew, his son, actually named him it because he's like, like a white tint, kind of like a ghost kind of tint. You know, they're like. I don't see his head. It's a, it's a ghost morph. Oh, his head is moving around a little yeah, bit. It's on his shoulder back here. Yeah, I see it. That's How much does that snake weigh? He looks pretty healthy. Yeah, it's not heavy at all. Hold it's it out a little. Give it a show. Try to. I can take a Get the off. camera for it. Okay, it's it's your time. It's camera time. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's not too big. I mean, he's about a year and a half old. Ball pythons, they don't get big. They only get about four to five foot, and that's the females. Does so. it live in the on the ground, or does this live in the trees? Yeah, these, these are uh, a terrestrial species. So <clears throat> that means uh, they just, they're on the terrain, as in like terrestrial, just like a ground-dwelling species. There, there's arboreal, which is like a, you know, tree-dwelling species. So, but yeah, ball pythons, they, they're ne- you'll never see them in trees. I like this snake because it's not moving. That one is very relaxed. Yes. Is that it? like the starter kit for snakes yes. if oh, you yeah. want to own a yeah. snake? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would go with ball pythons. If you want more of like a, a chill, easy-to-care-for snake, Don't they don't move much. They just like to be lazy. You know, left alone. But they also love handling. You know, they're very easy to handle. But then uh, there's corn snakes, which is also just as perfect for a beginner. But they're just a little bit more high strung. They'll move around more, and they require a little bit bigger of a. And they're called that because they live in a cornfield. Yeah, that's where that, that's where it originated. They uh they they were mo- mainly found in the cornfield and stuff. So but that's they're how not they got poisonous. their name. No, no. What color are corn snakes? Uh, it can be a variety of colors. There's hundreds of different morphs. 
But, you know, generally it's just that red, like orange and yellow color. Okay, with, like, see, I'll touch belly. this one. I'm okay with touching well, this Well, you one. have to wear it later, like a necklace. Yeah. No, I'm not, not going to yeah. do that. <laughs> but I, I see it's, it's going to go and give you a necklace. So it's moving in a little bit closer around your neck. Yep. Yep, there you go. Oh, see, I wouldn't. That's, that's when I'm freaking out. As soon as it gets to that point. Yeah, he's he's unwrapping himself at the end. Yeah, he's not going to squeeze. He's just trying to get comfortable. Yeah, yeah they, but they now don't. he's looking at me and he's coming to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm just going to stay on this side he's of like, the. Uh, never room. mind. I'll, I'll, I'll come over here. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's kind of cool, actually. Yeah. Okay. Great. That's not let for him me come to wear. To <laughs> but I imagine yeah, it looks like a tie now. Yeah. I imagine going to some festival, <laughs> seeing like, someone you, doing why'd that. Why'd you get business casual, man? <laughs> Here, I got you. No visa look. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, how old is the snake? Uh, he's only he's about a year and a half old. So, he still got to a while longer. So I noticed that his neck his neck is kind of thin, but his body is pretty beefy looking. So, did he eat recently? Saturday? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he ate on Saturday. Yeah, but so. it's digested. We wouldn't see, like... Oh, no, no, you won't see it. I mean, towards the tail, it's thinner because it's more at the bottom now, but... No, nah, it's... More information. Yeah, you really... Eat, like, the first two days, you could, you could see the shape in there, kind of. And then after that, they're usually passed down. down. <laughs> How long does it take for, uh, say, eight what mice, rat, or something? How long does it take for that to break down in the body? I think uh, its body is squishing it though. Like it? Yeah, it's about muscles, a week. Yeah. Like yeah. Uh, what's the? The di- like how long it takes to digest it? To digest it? Yeah, it's about a week. The di- digestive cycle. Mm. Like a garbage disposal on the sink, it just mm. eats it up. I, I don't think that's the same comparison. You don't think so? <laughs> like like squeezing so. the stomach. That's like instantaneous. <laughs> this is taking a but week. Like, right? in there and it's like demolished. Yeah. All righty. So um, the other little creature that we have that's over there by you, his name is, wait, let me remember, Picasso. Because oh, of the color? Picasso, yeah. They, uh, it's a panther chameleon. Yeah. That's yeah. my favorite one. I know. I held that one. I'm I'm fine with holding that one. Yeah, that's Picasso. He's a panther chameleon. They originate from uh, Madagascar, which is an, an island near Africa. But he was actually a wild caught here in Florida. We have uh, like several species uh, of invasive pan uh, not invasive panther chameleons, but invasive chameleon species. Yeah. So yeah, we have like veiled chameleons. We have panther chameleons. We also have, uh, what, what's, what, um, I think there's a population of Jackson's chameleons, Mueller's chameleons, like, you know, down south they have a lot of stuff, but he actually came, uh, he was found about 45 minutes from my house in uh, central Florida, so, yeah, they're everywhere. Like, did you know where to look, or you were just yeah. walking out and like... Yeah, me, me and my buddies, we go hunting for them. So okay, do they run... Them. How do you catch them? With no, a net? No, they, they, they stay still. They're usually up in a tree. We just have to shine the trees. And then uh, whenever we shine the trees, we can generally see them because they're just like a little bit different color than the leaves. And they'll just just sit there. And when you shine their eyes at night, they don't know what's coming. Oh. Sorry, buddy. Sorry, bud. But <laughs> his, his eyes are going all over the place. <laughs> he was Thank almost you. asleep. Yeah. But, yeah, they're, they're pretty easy to catch as long as you can get to them. Kind of looks like the claws of a sloth. You know? Yeah, 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 because yeah, they have to grab on the branches and trees and stuff all day. 
How but, do oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Ahead. Yeah, but yeah. they do not move fast like uh, no, not really. I saw an iguana outside of an office oh, where I was fast. working. I think they it was an fast. iguana. It was all green, really big, and it was about... Really long tail? Yeah. Yes. It was like three feet long, and I was like looking, and I said, everybody, come here, look at this. It, it was just off. chilling, and we opened the door, and it went boom. It mm. took off like oh, crazy. Yeah. yeah, iguanas, they're real fast, but chameleons, they're, they're not. They more try to blend in than they try to run away. Oh, wow. Yeah, they're not fast. All right. How do you mentioned there's a lot of invasive species? And I know, I guess, I don't know, people bring them and let them go. I mean, how do they get They're in Africa. Are they swimming across the Atlantic, which oh, would be no. amazing? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, are no. they falling from the trees like the, like the, oh. whatever we're here after the freeze? Look yeah. out for, <laughs> yeah, for lizards falling on your head. No. Like, but how, I mean, is that, and is that, this is a double barrel question. How do they get here in your knowledge? And is that a problem? Is there like a, some black market for letting lizards go? I, I don't know. No, um, you know, some people, they like to, you know, create colonies like here. Um, that's one way. They'll just get them just to let them go and to start their own population somewhere where they know they're at. And kind of like, you know, just natural farming of them when nobody else knows knows that they're there. They're not going to get messed with. But then some, you know, some can just escape from their enclosures. And others, are, people do let them go, you know, just because they don't want to take care of them anymore. And also, like, with the Burmese pythons down, uh, down south, like, everybody says, oh, they were just let go. But what that really was was when Hurricane Andrew came in, there was this warehouse full of, like, thousands of them. Hmm. And, they, and when those all those got let go, like, you know, the Everglades is basically, like, over there in Southeast Asia, like, with the humidity, like, the ecosystems are just about the same. So they thrive down there, and then, so it's just it's a lot of different things. So, so can he drop from the trees on my head? <laughs> he can, but he, if he sees you, he don't want you to know he's there. He's yeah. gonna stay still. Okay, that's. But yeah, and they're very uh, cold hardy as well. That was another part to your question. Yeah. Like the iguanas, they free, they can freeze and just it's like it seems like they die, but they just shut down their bodies, like to save all their energy during the cold. But chameleons, like they'll just sit there and hunker down. In the, like on a tree won't even be up under anything and they can sit there in like 40 degree temps just like yeah, right. you know that's why they're wild thriving here how long does that animal live uh the he will only live about seven years the average lifespan of a, oh, of a panther of a, of a chameleons are generally like five <laughs> to seven hard. years that, that's a that's yeah. pretty soon that's yeah. not a long time that's at like all. a yeah. guinea pig yeah, yeah you can't get guinea used pigs, to it five years yeah. <laughs> live fast Die young, you know, <laughs> <laughs> pretty they're, they're for a little racers. bit of time. I see it's like facing you, the body, the head of it, it's facing you, but the eyes are rolling all the way back. Everywhere. Yeah. yeah can they, it see behind himself? Yeah, yeah. They, they, they can uh, you, make their eyes go two different directions, and they also can, like, see all the way behind them. They can cool, see everywhere. Wow. You know. Just like if someone's looking behind you, just, like, that'd be cool. If we could do Roll your eyes in the back. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! So I know you mentioned off the air that there's a colony of these that are living here, and you guys are going to go find some more. Is that the only one you have? Does he have a friend? Uh, his own species? Uh, I it, well, yeah, I had some other ones, but yeah, he he's the only one that I kept because he was the prettiest one. But then I also have other species like veiled commands that I've caught as well. Hmm. Do would the snakes eat them? Uh, 
Yes. They would try, but I mean, that's if they seen them. So they oh. they they're used to rats. So that's what triggers them is that scent of a rat, like that chameleon. They're just like, that's something different. And if they that? can see, and if they like, they can pick it up. You know, they would try. They're opportunistic eaters. They eat when they can. So. And it wouldn't run away from a snake. It, it, yeah, it couldn't. It couldn't. Poor that, thing probably yeah. couldn't get away. Poor, yeah. poor little. Oh, they just have sad. like sharp teeth and sharp claws, and that's Ooh, a, about it. Oh my goodness. Well, we need to take a break and uh, address our second patron. Omnimodal helping smart cities connect all commuters across all modes of transportation move into the future. Omnimodal, their website is omnimodal.io. Thank you, Omnimodal, for being a patron of the Intern Whisperer Live. Back to our show. Oh, were you playing music again? It's over. We're back. Okay. I think that's a little frog down there squeaking really? around. Yeah, because I keep <laughs> yeah, hearing yeah. something. It sounds like the jungle, though, doesn't it? Right, yeah. right. Around. And I keep hearing it. I'm going, where is that noise coming from? Is that really the frog? Yeah, yeah he, he's just down there just squeaking around in his little box. Oh, just because it's wet, right? Yeah, Not because yeah, he's making yeah, that yeah. noise. Oh, yeah, it's just a little wet. He has a real deep, like, growl. Yeah. He, bullfrog, yeah. like kind of, it's but it's really more loud. of a growl, and it's like, it's really deep. Can you squish him and make him make that noise? No, no. <laughs> no. <Ooh>. Attack! No. <laughs> right? That's where the teeth come out. <laughs> yeah. Speaking sure. of the frog, I pulled up a picture. I'll transition soon. The teeth on it's like, what's how can I explain it? It's like if you put your yeah, two that. fingers down, two middle fingers down. It's like little white claws in its mouth. Yeah. Yeah, this oh, is like, like some little fangs. fangs. Like fangs. Yeah. Okay, so you have some fa- fans here on our feed. So, Felicia Kathleen, <laughs> your daughter is watching. Yeah, hey, Tom. Oh, that's Felicia. How are you? She's two. She'll be three in April. Well, I know you have a son. Do you want to give him a little... Shout out right now. Hey, what's up, my babies? <laughs> there you go. Felicia, you have to be a brave mom to let this man around with all your baby, with all these animals. <laughs> you have to be brave. Serious respect, yeah. Uh, yeah. What up, Reese? Oh, my gosh. I see the picture of the frog. Did you see it? Here. It came up. They're looking at it. They can see it. Yeah, yeah, we can see yeah. it on here. Oh, wow. That looks is like really... fake teeth you put in for Halloween. Like yeah. Vampire. Yeah. Looks yeah. like, like, like the, To me, it looks like the Billy Bob teeth that you get that are sort of like there's one tooth every that's couple of inches. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. just some teeth you, you don't want to get. I know. I don't want, I don't <laughs> want them. I don't <laughs> want to have them. <laughs> 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 yeah. Ooh, thanks for uh, pulling that picture up. That was a really nice graphic and visual reminder to be... Very careful if you see a frog that big. Yeah. Steve, you gonna touch you any of these them. animals today? Oh, yeah. Which one? All of them? Sure. You should. Heck yeah. yeah. Including the All frog. Heck yeah. There's nothing to fear. Yeah. Okay, well I held the chameleon, so I'm comfortable with that. Maybe, maybe I might You're, even hold the snake. Yep. She will. Maybe. At the end of it she will, don't worry. She's I'm pretty sure I'm know. I'm feeling more comfortable because I don't see it. Yeah. Working. I, I'm not putting it around my neck. <laughs> I know that. I got my Instagram picture of the year with the animals. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Are you going to hold the snakes, guys? Nope. Not nope. happening. Nope. Uh, you don't want to tie No. He speaks this for is, both of us. This is <laughs> In that regard. Okay. You have kids. Your kids, would they like these? They would. Absolutely they would. 
Okay, so don't you think your kids would like to know that you held the snake? No, because if I held a snake, then then <laughs> my wife will say, you have to sleep out with the kids, and I don't, they don't, I don't have to sleep on the floor, because if, I, <laughs> if she knew I touched a snake, I can't get anywhere near... Well, the house almost. So that is true. I mean, it'd be I'd be I'd have to go home with you, man. We all stay. <laughs> I mean, hey, don't of course, that's a lot of snakes. That'd be that'd be about it. <laughs> yeah, it does be that would be a lot of germs. It would be, yeah, I know. It she would wouldn't be. like that. She would not at all. I don't know. But I you think know, your if kids... you bring her, you know, we can uh we can change her mind too. We, yeah. Well, I mean, I have I have five kids, so you got to do your show just for my family. You yeah. know, hey, that's them. all right. We do. My kids will be all over it. They love it. They love it. Yeah. Yeah. I hey. think your kids are going to ask you for a snake, though. After it, probably. Guaranteed. Probably. They probably will. Guaranteed. Birthdays, I'm sure, are coming up. Mm-hmm. I said, take that up with their mother. I'm going to watch <laughs> football, man. I, I, whatever. So let's. our show is called The Intern Whisperer. What does a day look like for uh, somebody that would intern with your business? And we're going to go with they want to touch snakes and other crazy animals. They would have. have to. Okay, so a day with the animals. Um, you know, you got to get right to the fun stuff first, and that's cleaning the enclosures, mm. you know, cleaning out all the poop, changing the water, um, and just uh, any maintenance like that. And then after that, it's more uh, playing with the animals. You know, you get to hang out with them for a little, bi- for a little bit, get them, get them going. And then, uh, you know, after, after a couple hours of playing with each one, we'll sit there and... Uh, you know, get ready to feed them, and that always takes a while. You know, depending on the feeding day, and then after that, let them get full, hang out with them some more. That's a day. The cold-blooded encounters life, but you know, we also go to parties, and then that's just going to the party and setting up and hanging out with each uh, group of people that we meet. And people they always turn into friends because you know they're changing lives with these animals. So. so do they all come, well, can you take some of them out at the same time? Like this this snake could probably be out at the same time as, I guess, the frog. and and. Yeah, there are yeah. some. There, there are some that I can uh, have around each other, and they, they won't bother each other at all. At all. Like uh, most of the snakes and stuff, but there also are other animals that, they're just so defensive that if any other animals around them, they, it's either it's fight or flight. Maybe. Yeah, they want to go. Like, they're either, you know, they, they think something's going to attack them. Like, they're not used to it. So, mm, yeah. Interesting. Okay, so who are some of the people in your lives <clears throat> that have um, mentored you in this business? And, you know, if it's just people that are online, it may not be... Uh, people you know personally, I'm going to say that you must have been mentoring him. So, yeah, yes. your brother. Yes. Yeah, there, there's a lot of guys I watch, like uh, a lot of reptile guys on YouTube. You know, Brian Barchick and um, Camp Kennan. I wa- I watch a lot of those guys. I've learned a lot of stuff from those guys. I have like some guys around the house. Like, I mean, yeah, around my area. Uh, named Ken Robertson. He's like a reptile guru. You're like my reptile guru, guru, you know. Um, but then, like, just people that I've known throughout my life, like a man named Charles Farmer when I was a kid, you know, he was like a second granddad to me. I would just go hang out with him, hang out with his grandsons, and he would always catch all these different snakes and stuff and just let them bite them. And I'm like, whoa, that's crazy. Ones? No, not even, not he wanted he wanted to let poisonous snakes, but. That, like, he taught me at, and from the get, you know, like, you know, they might look a little scary, but they're not going to hurt you. And, like, that's what we try to 
mentor to everybody else, you know, like, that's, <laughs> he's my crash dummy, like, I'm his what? mentor, and I'll be like, hey, go pick this snake up, you know, and it's about to get him. <laughs> yeah, I'll get bit, it doesn't really hurt, like, snakes, they yeah. don't, like, bite onto you and, like, gnaw on you and try to, like, kill you, they'll just, like, nip at you, like, yeah. get off. Just get back. Kind of like how a cat swats oh, at yeah. a person. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. kind of like, get away from me. And yeah. you don't really feel it, it's more of like, oh, what? Startles. Yeah, yeah. instead of, like, like it's more of a fear yeah. of getting bit than actually getting bit. But, yeah, back to the mentors, you know, that's, you know, just, social media is so big these days, like, <laughs> I could go on and on about all the guys that I have on Instagram, on Facebook, that I just, like, look up to in the reptile game. So, yeah. All right. So next question. Go ahead. Field it. What, um, you know, as, as in terms of information for interns, one thing I know that helps is if the intern has a can or can share some of the same passion and vision as the company they're yeah. applying for and, and yeah. who they want to intern for and with, for with and be mentored by. What kind of intern would stand out to you if, if you're you know if somebody wants to get in the business and had like to be at casual encounters would you intern me what's gonna what's gonna take me from you know resume to reptile handler somebody that you know understands that it's not always fun you know somebody that's that had that shows a lot of perseverance because there's gonna be times where you're like oh, i'm not touching that animal or i'm not cleaning up that poop and yeah but like you're gonna have to because you know yeah it's fun to sit there and hang out with snakes and lizards feed tortoises but at the same time like you gotta know that they're passionate about it because if you're not passionate about it you're not going to want to do you know all the negative stuff that comes along with that you know that journey to mm -hmm. you know being like a experienced reptile keeper somebody that really loves them so have you taken up any community service requests yet or have people come to you to for community service um, I, I let my little brother and sister like get that. You know, if other people were to come to me about it, then hey, I'd be all for it. You know, I'd love to get help and I'd love to see the enjoyment that everybody else That's gets. That's a plug. So, Free work. He yeah. got your back. Community <laughs> yeah. service. Yeah, community service. Get with me. Get those hours. We're in Winter Haven, but <laughs> we can talk. Mm -hmm. So I was looking up just some fun facts about the future of the pet industry. And when I was looking at uh, the number of households, like, the pet breakdown it said that there are for dogs 63.4 million dog owners 42.7 million cat owners and reptiles 4.5 million i i was just amazed i wow. did not think it was like that big that many me neither yeah so that was pretty pretty uh and horses 1.6 but they're really expensive yeah, and they yeah. need a lot of room too. They so. do, they do. Yeah, reptiles are on the rise though. That's not, I don't think that's necessarily true. Yeah, you can go to a reptile training. convention like Repticon and stuff like that, and man, every everybody walks out with a with a pet. Like I'll go in there and be like, all right, I'm just getting the tank today. Leave <laughs> like two snakes <laughs> and a spider. <laughs> you know? I have several yes. close friends with yes. snakes. Yeah, they're addicting too, man. Just like tattoos. So and and more and more people are starting to look at them exotic animals compared to you know having cats and dogs. Like I refuse to have a cat or a dog. Like my, my daughter wants a dog, and I'm like, you can have a snake. <laughs> oh, you got to get her a dog. No, I'm a dog person. Yeah, I, just I just dog. one. Uh, maybe one day. I don't Puppy. know. It would but have yeah. to be a dog that's not going to go and take the once snakes you, and throw once, them around. Once you give reptiles a chance, like. 
I promise. Like, you might love your dog, but you're going to love these right off the bat. And it would be gross. nice to come home and not have to worry about walking a dog. Yeah, yeah. That is true. Go spot, clean the so enclosure. So that you're going to hold the snake. I don't know. Yes. I, I think if you, if, hold, if it, you hold it, everybody hold else is obligated to. I think that's to. a deal. Yeah, yeah. If you hold it, both of you have to hold if it. Yeah. Isabella holds both the snake. You're not out I am it. down. I'm not down. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm, I'm good at a distance, but I, but I like I like the deal I'm watching. That's a deal, right? I already know. Ayana, are you jumping go, in? Uh, no, I am not doing that. Ayana's <laughs> jumping in. One of the camera girls. She's getting in there. Yeah, that is just not going to happen. I think anyway, y'all can do it. So when we think about the future of the reptile business, what do you see it? Uh, do you see more independent people like yourself bringing them to the masses? What do you think it's going to look like 10 years from now? Um, Yeah, I think that's going to be a big thing with it is <clears throat> um, a lot more people are wanting to because like what I do, a lot of people don't do. But since I've been doing it, I've seen that a lot more people are wanting to get into the educational side of it. You know, because, like, there's just a stigma about reptiles, about all they want to do is bite. But, I mean, you get bit by a dog, and sometimes you have to get stitches. You get bit by a snake, and you just wipe it off if blood even comes up. So, like, when more people are starting to realize that, so it's just like if it gets more seen, you know, well, the masses are going to come. But, Hmm. Well, how can people find you? Um, uh, you can find my Facebook page for Cold-Blooded Encounters, which is the business, um, on Facebook at the Cold-Blooded Encounters. And uh, you can also find me on Instagram at uh, Reptile Guy Kai. That is at Reptile underscore Guy underscore Kai. You mean G-U-Y? Guy? Guy Kai. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. G-U-Y-K-A-I. Yeah, you got to spell so, it so people yeah. know how to yeah, find I you. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Yeah. So, yeah, you can find me at those two places, and uh, they'll lead you to other ways to get a hold of me as well. So, All righty. Well, we're going to be giving a um, little shout-out here. I'm going to skip that transition music, just so you know, um, and say thank you, Valencia College. We're over here on the East Campus. We love Hello. being here. Q is our station manager. He is awesome. And we get to be in this really great atmosphere with these um, microphones that move all over the place. Fancy, for fancy. sure. Fancy. They're fancy, fancy. So we're going to go ahead and do our shout-outs. So we're going to go around the room, and I'm going to start with you, Johnny. Who is your shout-out for? Shout-outs. I have Andrew and Jesus. Andrew owns a mini zoo as well. He has, like, two snakes, a pet lizard. Jesus has two pythons. I think that look like that. They're about that size. And then, oh, my friend Mike, he has, like, three lizards, huge little aquariums for them, on top of two cats and a dog, so mm. also another zoo. So shout out to all the zoo owners out there. Do you hold their animals? I don't. Okay. <laughs> I don't. Just check it. <laughs> Even when I'm going over there just to hang out, drink, watch the game, I'm keep the animals away. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> Andrew. Uh, I'll shout out to my uh, my best friend Chris and my former uh, bandmate back in my touring days when I was a rocker and could stay up past eight thirty without falling asleep. Um, yeah, I'm getting old, but um, yeah, he we were roommates and he had uh, he had ball python. He had a, a larger boa constrictor and uh, he had one that was eight feet, so about the size of your articulated and and they would you know get out and roam free and and so he he was really the one who um, got me exposed to snakes and 
I'm not necessarily afraid of them because of that, but I still didn't want to, you know, touch them or anything or, or wake up sleeping with them. But shout out to him because he would love this uh, particular episode. So shout out to Chris. All right. Malachi, you're up. Um, shout out to my family, of course, and my best friend, Zach, and my other friend, Enrique. And All right. You're up. Uh, you know, I just want to shout out everybody that uh, loves reptiles. You know, y'all are great. We great. And I want to shout out <laughs> my uh, my kids because they push me to be better and better every day. Like, there's been times I want to give up, and I'm just like, that's not somebody that they want to look up to. So, you know, I got to keep pushing for them. And, um, you know, just my family, all my friends watching, hey, I love y'all. And, uh, yeah, yeah, that's about it. The whole world, just I want everybody to be better love. than they were. Fill the today. love. Yeah. Reptile love. Fill yeah. the world with snakes. <laughs> <laughs> Fill the world. Except your house. Except my house. Yeah, that's right. So my shout-out goes to Eli Sutton, who created our music for this episode. And then you get to play that awesome music in your, in all of your uh, upcoming any any type of social feed that people follow it to Ayana and Steve who are the video mavens that are over here in the back of the room they are going to create beautiful snippets for you to be able to have in your social feed and so they're going to make us all look really good too and for Johnny and Andrew that are sitting uh, sitting across from me and Laura Guzman who is not here she is going to create all of these posts that go out in the social feed so for everybody that's on and Sharon Sharon is not here in the room but she is going to be booking guests like crazy so to all of those people that make this podcast happen, a big shout out to all of you guys. Yeah, and thank you. Our, thank you. Our listeners, to our uh, followers, and then also to you guys for being on the show this week. So thank you. Thank you all. Thank all right. So we're going to close out this show. We want to thank everybody for listening. And you can take us out with that fantastic Eli Sutton music. Uh-huh.